Hurt takes the snap. He's back. He's going to run. He's in. Touchdown. Jalen Hurts. The Eagles are just devouring the Giants. And it is A.J. Brown again. Another touchdown. Oh, welcome back to the Link lineup uh, episode. I believe it's seventeen. So this will be the. Uh, who do you want? Who do you want to name this after? Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, I was thinking Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah. The, uh, he's, a, he's a good receiver that we had for a little bit there. It kind of fizzled out. Um, well, it's funny. I was actually talking to my uh, to my friend group, my fantasy football uh, group chat, and. Uh, so like the one of the Bears fans like cheers for the Eagles because like we're, we're like a support group. Like I, I cheer for the Bears a little bit just to, like as a joke, but it's not a joke. And it's it's same thing's like reversed. And then the the Cowboys fan in the group was like he's like, Hey, do you remember the, the double doink? You know, trying to like cause some friction between us. And uh that was the year that uh Nick Foles came back um after Carson got hurt and we went to the divisional game against the Saints and Alshon dropped it. Reminded me of that, and uh, so uh, I play Malshon for that. It hurts because there was no doubt in my mind we wouldn't have gone back to back. But that's neither here nor there. Let's talk about this uh, this past game. Uh, but first, uh, a couple injury news, at least from what I've seen so far. I've only seen two things from two different players. Uh, one being Lane Johnson. Uh, it was thought that he had a high ankle sprain but he has something called a lateral ankle sprain, which uh, people are talking that he might not miss any time. But we'll see what happens with that. Uh, so avoiding the high ankle sprain is good because high ankle sprains will take you out for about a month from what I remember. And then Bradley Roby has a pectoral strain, I believe is what it was called. Uh, so he might be out for a game or two. Um, but I haven't seen anything about Reed Blankenship just yet. I'm going to double-check real quick while we're recording to see if anybody tweeted out anything. Um, his x-rays of his ribs came back negative. Uh, so make of that what you will. Um, it'll be interesting to see when the injury report comes out uh, tomorrow on Wednesday. Uh, we're recording on Tuesday, uh, so this might come out on Wednesday. I'm not sure just yet. But um, that's the only news I've seen. So uh, let's talk about this uh, uh, this loss. For the first time ever on the link lineup, uh, the Eagles have lost. Uh, we get to talk about it. Uh, and as fans, you know, we've had two days to kind of, you know, look back, reflect about what we saw and, you know, how we feel. Um, obviously, if we were if we would have recorded Sunday, um, who knows what would have been said? Uh, because as a fan base, we are very overreactive, and uh, we fire off whatever we're feeling at that moment. And uh, there was a lot of hard feelings when that clock hit zero. Um, but we've had we have, at least for me, I've had a chance to sit back and reflect. Uh, I'm sure Josh has too. Uh, if Bryce was here. He he's still in the he's still in like the Sunday mood I was in. So, uh, you know, Bryce couldn't make it though. He had an emergency. Um, so hope everything goes well with that. Um, but yeah, let's talk about this game. 
Um, it's funny. Uh, so me and Caitlin were sitting, you know, in our loft when we were watching the game, and you know, she's she made this joke because um, at one point, uh, as I've told everybody before, that me, Josh, and Bryce are going to Philadelphia. Bryce told me he wasn't going to go. Bryce is like the hype man, and like he he like enables me to be a super aggressive hype man as well. And so he he brings out the uh, I guess like the the craziness a little, the little more. Yeah, he brings yeah he definitely raises the energy in me. Um, and so Caitlin's jokingly since or well, Bryce is coming now, but ever since that day, I was told I was telling her like you know it'd be this one be different without Bryce. And, uh, you know, all that. She's like, we don't need Bryce. She's like, watch this. And uh, so she's been jokingly trying to get all hype and all that. But this game, she was actually she was actually kind of hype and all that. And uh, she kind of looked at me and she's like, why are you not like clapping or cheering? And I was like, I've seen this story way too many times. I know what's going to happen. Because like it was like the second quarter, third quarter. She like she was still cheering. And I was like, I, I know how this story ends, you know, as an Eagles fan. This, and maybe just a football fan in general. You, you can tell. You see the writing on the wall, and that's what I saw. And at you know, it just you just knew, you just knew that something's going to happen. Of course, uh, something did happen. But uh, Eagles lose uh, twenty to fourteen to the Jets. Uh, nobody saw this one coming, um, you know. But sometimes, you know, it it's the way it goes in the NFL. Some of your losses are going to be the teams you never would have thought you lost to. Example: Cowboys lost to the Cardinals. I thought of that. Another example, 49ers lost to the Browns. Would have thought about that. And they were on the third string quarterback at the time. Uh, so, like, these things happen. I And part of it, part of me thinks that they may have, the Eagles, may have overlooked uh, the Jets because Sauce was out, uh, DJ Reed was out, so their secondary was was hurting. But the front seven of the Jets were still still just as good as ever. Um, so I feel like they, they changed their game plan up. They got a little, a little overconfident, and then they got smacked in the mouth. And um, now here we are. Uh, so obviously, the hot topic of this game coming out of this game is Jalen Hurts. Um, so, Josh, I want to ask you this question: On a scale of one to ten, how confident are you in Jalen Hurts to bounce back after this bad game? It's a good thing that we waited a couple of days. Yeah. Um, cause on Sunday I couldn't have been lower uh, about Jalen Hurts. Um, I was, uh, I remember saying in the group chat to you and Bryce, is it too late to tank for Caleb Williams? Uh, unfortunately it probably is regardless, you know, cause we already have five wins. So yeah. we're out of that race. <laughs> um, I will say, I think Jalen is the type to bounce back. I think he just has that kind of character. He owned up to his mistakes. He doesn't. He wasn't trying to avoid it in the press conference after. He wasn't trying to put blame on anybody else. He owned up to his mistakes, and uh, he's. I know he's just the kind of player that's gonna try to address them. They're gonna try to come back that much better next week. Um. So in terms of him bouncing back overall, I mean, I'm high on him bouncing back. I'd say probably like an eight or nine, frankly, at least like overall. I don't know about necessarily next week against the Dolphins. Um, just because I don't know why, like Jalen's, I mean, I partially know why, but Jalen's had kind of a down year. Um, I'd say by most expectations, it's been a disappointing year, even though we were undefeated coming into this week. 
Um, I I don't know how much of that is play calling versus Jalen himself. He just I don't think he's looked the same as he did last year. Uh, I'm not sure if maybe his shoulder is still nagging him. Kind of shoulder injuries can be tricky. But uh, I mean, I think overall, a lot of people are probably in like not panic mode, but you know, people are concerned. But I'm confident that Jalen will will bounce back. Right, and that's where we are. That's our next topic here shortly uh, is the play calling and whatnot. Um, you know, I I have all the faith in the world in Jalen, uh, but like you said, Sunday I hated I hated Jalen. I could not stand him. Um, everything about him irritated me. Uh, and then on Sunday when he went to the press, like remember he did the little press conference, and he says the standard, the standard, the standard. It irritates me because like, where is this like standard at in the game? I know you said you didn't play to it, but like I'm tired. Of, I don't want to hear about the standard after the loss. You know, uh, I don't. I don't want to care about what you could have been, what you should have been. You know, like it. You know, it is what it is. But you know, you lost. You didn't play your best. But I kind of say that, and I, I kind of don't mean it because for three quarters, Jalen Hurts played phenomenal. Um, the the first pick, I didn't think it was a pick. I was actually pissed because Jalen's on my fancy team. And, uh, like, after that happened, I thought it was a fumble on Dallas Goddard. And I hear Jalen Hurts uh, has one interception today. I was like, what? I was like, where? And then it was because of that play. And I was like, there's, I was like, how? That was crazy. So I lost fantasy because of that. Fun fact, I lost by 0.2 points. Oh, wow. Uh, yep, shout out to you, Jalen. Uh, or another bomb that we're going to talk about, Devontae Smith. Um, but, uh, but uh, yeah, um, he played good. He played really well for three quarters. Um, I think the biggest thing about Jalen this game was once Lane Johnson went out, uh, the pressure on the right side just nonstop. Just nonstop. Um, and... You know, with Lane Johnson, you typically don't worry about the right side at all. Like, Lane is as sure as a blocker as you'll ever find. So he's not going to give up a sack. He'll give up, a, like, a hurry here here or there, but he's he's just as tall as they come. So whatever guy they have on there, you can, you can write him off that game. Even some of the best pass rushers, like Micah Parsons, any of the Bosa's, you don't, you don't worry about them if, he, if they're lining up on the right side. Um, but with Jack Driscoll in the game, holy smokes! Uh, every play it seemed like he was nervous. He had happy feet towards the end there, and I don't blame him. I don't blame him because nobody likes to get hit. Nobody likes to get hit at all. And as a quarterback, you're standing there, and that person's coming at you, uh, full speed ahead. It's not going to feel good. So I would have happy happy feet as well. Um, obviously, Jalen's not going to say in the press conference. He's not going to. It's never going to be put on record. Jalen did not trust Jack Driscoll, and why would you? After as many uh, pass rushes he he allowed, um, so that brings me to my, the play calling. Um, I feel like the play calling failed Jalen and Jack Driscoll. Um, they didn't really do anything to help Jack Driscoll out. Um, they just allowed him to be on the island like he was Lane Johnson, and. Just they let him die. <clears throat> um, they could have had Jack Stoll go out there and you know, just help him block one person. You know, just give us some time, but they didn't. Um, they gave him a little chip here or there, but um, that's only a, a small, like, I guess like a small like solution because it won't last long. And ultimately, if the pass rush is better than him, he's going to get beat. Um, 
but like no help at all. Um, which I hope if if Lane Johnson does miss, I hope they either go into the week knowing they're going to run more uh, two tight end sets with Jack Jack Stoll helping him out, or Tyler Steen or somebody else is going to get the the start somewhere else. I don't know because I heard talks that Tyler Steen would go on the left side, Jordan Malata would go on the right side. If Lane Johnson's out for a longer time, but if Lane Johnson is expected to miss one or two games, um, I'm sure the line that you saw at the end of the game this past week is what you will see going forward. Um, so, you know, Brian Johnson, there's some things that he's doing right. Um, that first drive was great. Um, I liked how he put Devontae Smith in the backfield to get him um, on a linebacker. I liked how he ran these like two running back sets with Boston Scott and Swift. That's that's great. And that that'll work in the future. <laughs> but the problem is it doesn't seem like he's getting the team in the rhythm. And rhythm's important. Rhythm is very important for an offense. Um, and finding your stride is super important and probably a very underrated aspect. When looking um, at coordinators, um, it just seems like he's not, he's not like, it's like he's trying to change the game plan, like, as they go, and that's fine, I guess, but, like, it's like play, play by play, and that won't work, because you got to have an identity, and we don't have an identity yet. Are we a run-heavy team, or are we a pass-heavy team? We don't have, we don't have that. We don't know yet because we haven't found the identity. We don't know who we are. And that that's Brian Johnson's fault. It's Nick Sirianni's offense, but Brian Johnson's the one that, that orchestrates the plays, calls them, and puts them in place how they are. Um, so when the offense can't find their stride, it's on Brian Johnson. Um, you can blame Jalen Hurts. You can blame the offensive line. You can blame anybody you want on the offense. But whenever the offense isn't clicking or firing on all cylinders or nobody's open, is play calling. And that falls squarely on Brian Johnson. Um, so my next question, same question, but this relates to Brian Johnson. How confident are you that he finds his stride and turns it around, or do you think this is going to be a one-and-done year for uh, Brian Johnson? I mean, frankly, he hasn't given me any – I mean, he's given some reasons to be hopeful for the future. Um. I personally am not a fan. I mean, from my perspective, the way I look at it, obviously things change from year to year. And, you know, personnel, you know, most personnel is mostly the same from last year offensively. But so, I mean, I kind of feel like if I was coming in as a coordinator, obviously you want to put your, your stamp on the team. You want to like influence it. You don't want to just try to copy what the last guy did. But at the same time, as successful as, as successful as we were last year, I would try to take as much from that as I could if I were Brian Johnson coming in. So the fact that we've had so much questions or so many questions around the play calling. Um, I mean, like you said, he's done some creative things. Gives you some reason to be hopeful. And obviously there's a reason why Nick Sirianni chose him to be his offensive coordinator and to call the plays. And I trust Nick Sirianni. So overall, I mean, I'm kind of on the fence on the one hand. I know, especially on Sunday, I was saying uh, it's a shame that we can't fire him midseason. 
Well, we, could. we could. We could. I mean, we could. But just knowing the Eagles as a franchise, it would take something catastrophic. You can't um, fire a coordinator after they're going five and one. Exactly. It's not going to happen. Right. Um, I mean, it's overall, I'd say, like, if I had to put, like, a number between one and ten, I'd say, like, a five. Like, I'm very on the fence. If he – I wouldn't be shocked if he turned it around. I wouldn't be surpri- uh, surprised if he – if things start to click and we offense does well from here on out. Um, but at the same time, I also wouldn't be surprised if it's more of the same, more like, hey, we're great at moving the ball between the 20s. But when it gets to the red zone, uh, we struggle. We struggle putting points on the board or struggle. You know, and we didn't score after, what, the five-minute mark in the second quarter on Sunday. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that also wouldn't shock me. And so, uh, I mean, I hope he turns it around. I hope he has a great rest of the season and things look right for the future but uh if i had to put my money on it i think he's gonna be a one and done so here's something random um and it may be completely off and it may be something that this person uh is just like like it's just like a one-off thing but so i was on facebook and i may have mentioned it before but i'm liking these these eagles like fan like groups Mm. uh let me tell you something they're they're hard to like look at sometimes because they're they have some weird takes, god awful takes, every every take in between. But this one person says something and it it kind of caught my eye and I thought about it. And he said, or he or she said that it looks like Jalen Hurts just isn't having fun in this offense. And you know, I thought about it, and there have been so many games where I've seen Jalen Hurts. Taylor Hurst is he is what he is, right? He's very like calm, cool, collected. But like whenever he he like shows emotion, it's like it's like news, right? Because he just doesn't do it often. Whereas like last year he would he would show emotion. Like after the games, he'd say, like, let's fucking go and run into the locker room. And I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that this year. Maybe I just haven't been looking right. at like the Eagle socials or anything like that. But on the sideline, he's just like he's he's out of it. It doesn't seem like he cares and you know, Devontae Smith is just standing there and he doesn't want to play, he doesn't want to play. And like the body language as a whole is just it seems off. And I don't think that he and I agree. I, it doesn't seem like he's enjoying the way the offense has been ran this year. Um, where I feel like Shane Steichen called it to like they had a whole like two seasons to kind of figure out what each other liked and what what he felt comfortable with. And I feel like Brian Johnson was there. He should know, but I feel like whether it's pressure from like the outside or, or something else, I feel like he's not him and Jalen are on the same page, and it's causing some friction. And uh, you know, who knows what will happen? I don't think it'll it'll be this catastrophic event, um, just because the Eagles are the Eagles. They have great leaders. Um, and I trust Nick Sirianni to not let it like get that far, and then also trust Jalen as a leader and as a quarterback that he won't let it happen either. But, you know. There's just something off. And to be honest, none of us are having fun watching the Eagles offense. I mean, there are times where they they show some life, and then there are times like this game where they just frustrate the heck out of you. And to Brian Johnson's defense, a lot of what happened on Sunday, he couldn't control. Dallas Goddard fumbling slash dropping the ball. Uh, DeAndre Swift fumbling the ball. What else happened? Jalen Hurts got his arm hit through interception, and then that that Jalen that last Jalen Hurts interception, you could you could probably put, chalk it up as 
Brian Johnson's fault for calling like I think it was two hitches and then two two go routes, not not giving him more options. Um, but he didn't make that throw. Jalen Jalen did, and ultimately that's what people are gonna remember. Um, and like I said, it wasn't his fault. So um I think Brian Johnson will be okay. I think he's probably gonna have a little bit of a like a little bit longer growing pains than Sean Asai has. We'll get to him in a second. Um, but I, I believe in him. I, I'm not, I don't I'm not have like too much confidence in him. Probably like a six or seven. But I do think he'll get it done. Uh, just might take longer than what we would like. Um, but uh, with that being said, offensive, offensive-wise, uh, I just want to highlight A.J. Brown has been awesome the past four games, right? Four games over 125? Yeah, yeah. So first first eagle to do that uh, might be the best eagle wide receiver we've ever had um, when, it come, when it comes down to it. Um, one other person I can think of is T.O. Yeah, I was going to say T.O. is the only person that I would put over him, like just in terms of talent, but uh... – you know, he was only here for a year and a, like year, a year and, and a half. Year and change, yeah. And that half year, we don't want to talk about that. I, I wish we would have won with To though. That that broken leg uh, story. Whew. I, yeah. I can't believe he played. I remember I had his jersey mm. because he was so he was exciting to watch. I had probably one of the best preseason debuts debuts ever. Uh, I don't know if you remember that, but he went off. I, remember, I think his first preseason game. Okay. Um, Guys excited and then broke his leg. Sad, but came back just in time for Super Bowl, and uh, Donovan Knapp choked. Um, but uh, last thing about the offense I can think of uh, is we pretty much, we covered the offensive line. Uh, Jack Driscoll can't be the answer long term. Um, short term, sure, but you got to give him some help. Uh, the running backs, we don't really need to talk about them. DeAndre Swift didn't have a great game running the ball. Um, He's fantastic out of the backfield. He's got a like as a pass catcher. He just has to run the ball. He can't fumble the ball there. It's unfortunate. It's uncharacteristic, uncharacteristic, but it is what it is. It happened. Can't take it back. Uh, wide receivers. AJ's the only person we got to talk about really because Devonta Smith. Love him. He's probably my favorite player besides like Jalen Hurts. Um, can't drop. He cannot drop those those easy passes. He dropped two, um, and we could have had a whole different discussion about this game um, if he would have caught those. I think he's he's in his head about not performing the past couple of games because he hasn't had as many yards as AJ. Um, I think he'll get over that. I have no doubt in my mind that Devontae will snap out of it. But he's young. He's still young. And I think that's that's the worst game he'll ever have in his his career, and it's his third year, so. He's been awesome from the beginning, uh, so he was due. He was due for a bad game, and this is where the Eagles are now. Is they were due for a bad game as well. Um, anything else at all? Jalen, bad throw. That's about it. Um, played phenomenal for the first three quarters. Awful throw. Don't know what you're looking at, bud. Uh, and then, real quick, because I just thought of it, uh, that last play, uh, fourth down, Mark Sanchez is actually funny. Uh, some people hated him, but whenever he said that Jalen Hurts was a salmon covered in Vaseline or something like that, uh, that was funny. That was really funny, and it threw me off. It was like, what are you talking about, dude? But then you think about it, it's actually funny because that, that salmon's got to be slick. Um, but 
Uh, that last throw, Devontae was open. Devontae was wide open if he throws it earlier. But he was seeing ghosts. He was. He was He was feeling pressure from the right side. It wasn't there just yet. And that was, that's just a product of being hit and being pressured on that side of the whole game. If Lane Johnson's there and we're in that same situation, he's not sliding over to the left, allowing the safety to make up some ground. Plus, he threw it off his back foot, which was the reason why the ball was short and it looked worse than what it was. But, you know, it is what it is. I think they'll bounce back. Um, and, you know, we'll save that discussion for the preview show coming up later this week. Um, but I'm just going to put it out there. I think they will bounce back this week. Um, but going on the defense, uh, let me pull up this uh, this list of injuries real quick because here, here's what the Eagles had to deal with. Um, it's not really an excuse. I'm not trying to make an excuse for it. I just want to shed some light on what the Eagles were dealing with. Um, I saw a tweet and I can't find it. But let me think. We had so Cindy Brown, Cindy Brown's out, Darius Slay was out, Reed Blankenship got hurt, Bradley Roby got hurt. Monte Maddox is out. Justin Evans is on IR. Eli Ricks got hurt. Uh, Jalen Carter Beth- was out. Jalen Carter was out. Tui was out. He's not that big of a deal, but you know, it was, you know throwing injuries around. Let's let's throw him in there as well. Um, who else got? Did anybody else get hurt? Looks like um, it looks like James Bradbury was playing hurt because uh, he got up very slowly uh, at some point in the game came when it was, and he he had like back to back plays where he got up. And I thought he was going to be out too. Um, yeah, but he was hurt. Um, I can't think of anybody else. Uh, basically, what I'm trying to say here. I think that was, uh, yeah. Eagles were hurt on the secondary, definitely secondary. Um, and so, like, it's not, it's not, it's not an excuse. I'm not trying to make an excuse. I'm just, it is what it is. It happened. Jasper banged up too. Um, but the Eagles have yet to play a game, uh, consecutive, like consecutive games, where they have they've had the same like secondary. It's somebody's either been out, somebody got added, somebody is playing a spot they don't normally play in. It's just it's not good. It's not good, and you know, there's chemistry involved in the secondary, um, and the, even the defense as a whole, like with your linebackers and zones when it comes to, like passing off people. You know, if you if you play a lot together, you know how your teammates play. You know tendency, so you know whether to hold on to a guy for a little bit longer in a zone, or you know whether to pass him off easy because you know that you trust the guy's gonna be there. Uh, whenever you have an influx of players playing, uh, you will notice um, that players don't trust the other players just because they don't play with them a lot. Um, so you'll see a lot of breakdowns, a lot of people open. So it happens. It happens. But uh, with what Sean Asai was given, it seems like he has outperformed my expectations. Uh, and the bar is very low to me uh, because Jonathan Gannon wasn't, I, in my opinion, he wasn't the greatest defensive coordinator in the world. He has had so much talent on the defense, and that defense carried him to a job. Um, but you know, Jalen Carter was out. That sucked because A, as Eagles fans, you love watching you love watching Jalen Carter. And then B, he he's definitely he changes the game. He's like he's like Aaron Donald in a way. Um, not not yet, but 
he'll get there. I have no doubt he'll get there. He could be better than Aaron Donald um, if he keeps on playing the way he's playing. Um, Linebacker-wise, Nicobe Dean came back. Uh, he was on a pitch count, but if I've seen him get out, get out there and play, uh, and then of course secondary just it is what it is. So, uh, and a lot of those injuries, uh, we uh, we signed Josiah Scott once again. He is back as an Eagle. Uh, how do you feel about Josiah Scott? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's good to have the depth. We need the body. Uh... But, I mean, it doesn't really move the needle. It's just, like, somebody to have in the room. But I'm not like, oh, yeah, we got Josiah Scott. Like, now we're set. Like, uh, I hate I hate Josiah Scott. <laughs> I hate him. I was, at the, I was at the Dallas game last year, and that, that was the game where T.Y. got that fourth and or third and something, whatever it was. Um, And it seemed like Darius Slay was saying it was his fault or it was Josiah Scott's fault. I fully believe it. And uh, But, I mean, we need bodies at this point. There is no way in this world that um, Howie can look at this team and be like, we can't, we don't have to make a trade. We're good with what we are. We have one healthy safety right now. Uh, two, if you count uh, Tristan McCollum on the practice squad, but we have one healthy safety. That is Thrill Edmonds, and he, I don't even want to count him because he is so bad at football. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. Um, I know. What's his name? I think Logan Ryan is his name. I know he's out there, but we have to we have to make a trade. We have to do something. We can't keep this team has all the talent in the world, and I feel like we're missing a few pieces. Um and we need to address the safety position. I think the slot cornerback position can be addressed with a safety that could play the nickel uh cornerback uh position on some like some like plays. Um, some sets they have, like like a Malcolm Jenkins, you put you put him in the slot for a little bit, you run a, like a single high safety. It, happens, it can it can happen, uh, but safety has to be the position we we uh, we attack here. Uh, I know Sidney Brown could be a potential answer, um, but as of now and in his young career, he's he's been hurt, so. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. Hopefully, he's back. We need him, uh, especially going up against the Dolphins. Um, anything about the defense you want to add uh, before I move on to maybe Jake Elliott? Yeah, I mean, um, I've been happy with the defense so far this year. I mean, you were right, you're spot on that we do need to address safety. But uh, even despite that, I'm just really happy with at least the output the defense has given us in terms of, like, you know, points per game against. Um, if nothing else, we're not <clears> – <throat> excuse me. Um, you know, our defense is keeping us in every game. Um, I mean, like, our defense definitely played well enough to win on Sunday. There's no question about that. Uh, and we'll see how we do against some of our tougher opponents coming up. Like the Dolphins this week will be a great test, especially with the thinner secondary, which seems to be uh, primed for the Dolphins to expose. Um, so we'll see. But yeah, I think uh, I think you put it well. The uh, size didn't have super high expectations coming off of uh, Jonathan Gannon as our coordinator, but yeah, I've been pleasantly surprised and uh, not. I mean, I'll. 
probably uh, this might be clipped and played back a hundred times in a few weeks, but I'm really not, I'm not overly concerned with our defense right now. I'm uh, I'm pretty comfortable with where we're at. Yeah. And since this is a, a review show, let's uh, actually review uh, the defense. Uh, here are the Jets scoring plays. Uh, Greg's airline, 43 yard field goal. Uh, Greg's airline, 42 yard field goal. Uh, Greg's airline, 35 yard field goal. Uh, Greg's airline, 38 yard field goal. And then Brees Hall, a yard touchdown run, which they weren't trying to tackle him because they wanted to have as much time as possible for the offense. They did everything they could to get him, get him, like off the field, and you know they I, they did good. They did good. Um, yeah. can't really complain. The only thing that here here's the one thing I will say that you can knock them for is they haven't had a takeaway in a couple games. I think since the Bucks game, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and. The story is you're not going to win a game with uh, like a like giving the ball away four times and not getting it back. It's not going to happen, and that's that's what happened. Is the turnover differential was at minus four. You can't win games like that, even against bad teams. And here's the thing: momentum is a thing. It's a real thing. People people think it. Some people think it's a myth. It doesn't affect the game. I'm here to tell you it does. If you let a, a team like the Jets hang in there long enough and get their fans a little bit of hope. They're going to come back and they will win the game because the Jets fans got louder and louder and louder and louder as the game went on, because guess what? They were hanging with the Eagles and they were like, if we hang in there a little bit longer, we could pull this off. And sure enough, they did. Uh, and they, they weren't, they weren't, they were, I, I don't want to call them the better team that day. Cause for all things, you know, for all things accounted for, they weren't the better team. They they couldn't score on offense, but we couldn't we couldn't score on offense either. Uh, we we just gave the ball away. We every, only had a mistake, lost us the game. Um, and then last thing I guess we'll talk about is Jake Elliott missed a field goal. I'm hurt by it, uh, but you know it just that just that's back looked like the icing on the cake that it just wasn't the Eagles' day. Um, so you know. Last but not least, I'm gonna I'm gonna before we end the show, I'm gonna give some positive insight about how I feel about this team going forward. Uh, just because everybody's been down, yeah, you know, I, I like to do it whenever everybody is down. I like to try to give some type of positive insight. Um, don't forget who your quarterback is. Don't forget who your wide receiver is, your tight ends, your running back. If you're worried about offense, they have all the pieces to be the super electric offense, and it it's been showing a little bit. AJ has has over 125 yards uh, for the past four games. Devontae Smith had an awful game, had the worst game of his career. It won't ever happen again. I can promise you that. DeAndre Swift is exciting. We saw we saw him run run all over two teams, three teams. It you know it not every game is going to be 100 yard rushing. It's not going to happen. But what he doesn't what he can't get in yards on the ground, he'll catch it. He'll catch a ball in the air. And he'll 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 get some he'll get his yards that way. Uh, Dallas Goddard is still a top five tight end, whether some people want to believe it or not. He is a top five tight end. He just hasn't he hasn't got many opportunities. Um, but the opportunity he did get, um, this past Sunday he fumbled it away. But this was one of the worst games the Eagles will play this year. And there's a lot of people that are that are saying we're going to go zero and seven these next seven games. It's not going to be zero and seven. I can promise you that. In fact, I'm here to tell you, it's we're going to have a winning record. So I know we have the Chiefs, the Bills, the Dolphins, 
uh, the Commanders, the Cowboys twice, the 49ers and the Seahawks. I don't know what, what that math adds up to, but maybe eight, eight games, right? We're not going to lose all eight games, all seven games, whatever it is. We're going we're gonna to beat the majority of those teams. I can promise you that. And this is also a fun time for to be an Eagles fan. You're about to find out what this team is made of, and they're going to find out a lot about themselves as well. So whatever you're feeling, totally, totally valid. You should feel that way. But this team is not going to let you down. Uh, I promise you that. They will bounce back. They have all the talent in the world to bounce back. Just give them a chance and enjoy this Kelly Green game Sunday night. It's going to be electric. You know it's going to be electric at the link. Don't don't lose sight of like what's in front of you because how you feel from the past Sunday. It trust trust me. You're we're, we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. We're going to go to the Super Bowl and we're going to beat the Chiefs. Um, and that's that's my prediction. We're going to beat the fuck out of them. But uh, anything you want to add before we sign off here and look forward to uh, next Sunday's game. Um, no, I think you put that all fantastic. I think uh, really looking forward to seeing what the team is made of, looking to see how we bounce back and handle this. Uh, probably the, I would say the biggest, or the most important stretch of the regular season coming up here over the next seven games or so. Yeah. Uh, so like I said, don't, don't lose hope. It's, it's one game. It's probably the worst game the Eagles are going to play every, every year you have a stinker and it's best to get out of the way early um, rather than against one of these good teams where we'll get made fun of for the rest of the year. Um, so with that being said, uh, if you are listening on Spotify podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast, that, um, leave a comment, leave a rating, tell us, tell us how we sound to give us some criticism if you feel like it. Um, and we'll listen to it. We'll read it. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment, say hi, how you doing? We'll comment right back. Leave a like, share with a friend, tell a friend and, um, yeah. Until next time for episode eight. This is episode 17. Until episode 18. Uh, go birds. Go birds.